0: Welcome to Fintech Uncut The quiz show with candid commentary on the biggest fintech and financial services news of the week that was Disclaimer This show is created purely for entertainment purposes and contains segments of sarcasm, satire, parody, and humor. Even if you
1: don't think any of it is funny,
0: the creators do not accept any responsibility or liability for the accuracy of any content shared and reminded you to always fact check everything yourself. And now, it's over to your quiz master. Oh,
1: are we on already? One more. <laughs> You, you look a bit cold there, Rick.
2: Welcome, everyone, at Fintech Uncut, the quiz, show, the quiz show with candid commentary on the latest and the biggest fintech and financial services stories with the wise guy, the other guy, and Judge Mary. After organizing the Banking Scene's second Amsterdam conference this week, it's been a hectic start of the week. And with this show, I'm curious how more hectic the end will be after hosting this transcontinental fintech quiz. I am Rico Kotberis, your host of the day, eager to know who will win this week's quiz. Chris, wise guy Skinner from Europe, Andrew, the other guy for change from Asia, and then we have Judge Mary, Life from the States. Let's start with a very first question, and it's a tough one. When taking the parallel between building the car of tomorrow and the bank of tomorrow, which item is almost always
1: forgotten with sometimes disastrous results. I'm gonna be first off the mark here, probably for the last time this show, but anyway, because this is an easy one. When you build stuff like cars, banks, uh, you can't, you are not in control of where it goes. And that's the big thing that everybody forgets. Cars, you might be the builder, but it's the driver who takes it in the direction banks. You might build it, but actually it could be the idiots of social media that take it in a direction. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, your shareholders and customers. And...
0: Well, I mean, I would never build a car with a bank design because then the car would swerve all over the road and <laughs> was happening. It would suddenly accelerate or brake without any warning. You can't ever design a car based on a bank. You know, in fact, it's funny as we always talk about banks being stable and reliable. They're not. They're like a bull in a china shop. I want my car to be stable and reliable and do what I ask it to do and act like nothing like a bank.
1: I I, I think I've got first-hand experience of the disastrous results um, because for the last two years my car. Has repeatedly reminded me that it needs frequent intervention by a third party, a mechanic, to be able to fix it when it gets broken. And when it breaks down, it does get really, really expensive. And I need to have a massive chunk of money set aside to be able to fix it.
2: I can't agree with that car
0: <laughs> or with that story. <laughs> In fact, I wonder as we always have to throw in Elon Musk, you know, whether it's anything to do with Elon Musk's payment system on Twitter using cryptocurrency, because obviously that's going to have disastrous results.
1: Anything with Musk is going to have disastrous results.
3: Uh, here's a hint way more uh, vanilla than that.
1: Come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> I was waiting for I was waiting for Chris to step in there because I think it's got to do with um with my analogy of uh of things needing uh you you're needing a big pot of cash to be able to bail things out. It's it's got to do with um the banks not having a, a buffer, maybe, a safety net and and what is the right amount of money to have as a safety net. I mean, this is uh more in your court there, Chris, in terms of um, knowing what the banks need and what kind of uh, airbags, maybe, that they need?
0: Ah. you I mean, buffers and, and safety barriers. And it's, it's all about, you know, a, a lot of discussion right now after Silicon Valley Bank, signature bank, uh, Silvergate, uh, um, Credit Suisse, or, or, you know, so, so many things going wrong in the system. Is there contagion? and um a lot of questions being raised around in this interest rate rising environment what actually is the right regulatory regime and whether the banks have the right capital buffers to see themselves through the next year which um i'm guessing is you know one of the big questions everybody is asking right now absolutely
2: and when we all spoke about Banking in the past couple of years and the future of banking was all about digital experience, agile, customer experience, uh, making sure that we have mobile banking, etc. cetera. But we often forget the essence, which is risk management, the buffers. And when you talk about self-driving cars, we can assume that it will all go much better because the computer defines it, but you still need airbags just in case it doesn't. Already, Mary.
3: Well, Andrew kind of handed the ball to Chris. So I'm still giving Andrew five, but Chris won this round with seven.
2: All righty. Question number two. And I hope I pronounce that name well. Dag Hammarskjöld, former Secretary of the United Nations, once said, it is plain safe that we create a world of utmost insecurity. Which news item made me think
0: back of that quote? That's me. Is Dag Hammarskjöld... Belgium? What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's face. Chris has <laughs> shut down the Zoom.
0: <laughs> it, it, it sounds Belgian, like Dag Gold. It sounds like a Del- Belgian name. No? <laughs> it
2: sounds Danish.
0: Oh, okay. It, isn't that the same thing?
2: <laughs> Ooh. Mm. I wish, but no. It would make Belgium much bigger than Poland.
0: Oh, well let's not go there <laughs> i mean i think it's interesting that um obviously playing safe must be something to do with putting your money in the right sort of buckets so is it to do with the united nations has decided to invest all their money in bitcoin um you know actually it's quite funny cuz the ceo of credit suisse the bankrupt bank that's now ubs um Tijan Tiam, who was CEO uh, five years, six years ago, said that Bitcoin was a bubble that would burst. And um, six years later, well, the Bitcoin guys are laughing, and he's not. Just mentioning it, Celeri. Celeri, indeed. But the news item was not linked to the
2: United Nations itself. Um, but oh, indeed, okay. um, I read that news item as well.
1: Well, there were lots of um, news items around the tens of thousands of jobs that are going to be cut in the wake of the um the banking carnage that's been on um i know that's not funny but it is a point there of the banks are playing it safe by reducing their expenses getting ahead of the uh, of the uh, of the perhaps closer scrutiny Uh, they've got to wind back some stuff they've been over hiring maybe it's been good times and but by them now playing it safe they're actually even spreading the uncertainty because people are going is this going to be the next bank that's going to fail oh look at that one they've just announced a cut of ten thousand jobs oh look at that one and and i think that there is this issue of if you get up and say publicly oh don't worry you know Be calm and carry on. That's when people start to panic.
2: Well, there's a need to say stay calm instead of just staying calm.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: That was the right answer, wasn't it, Judge Mary?
3: Well, no. And yes, right? Then
2: we keep quizzing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to give a point to Andrew, a bonus point for that one, because we're like exploring it, but we're not quite there.
0: It must be to do with the whole debacle of the weekend of Credit Suisse um, after saying there are material misleadings in their accounts, um, you know, de- declaring that for three years they've misreported their results and being bailed out by UBS, which uh, UBS paid three just over 3 billion euros to buy them, um, which actually is more expensive than the Silicon Valley Bank, um, which at HSBC pay- paid a pound for Um, but at the same time it does amaze me when you look at the share price of some of the European banks like Deutsche Bank was trading at 92 euros a share in 2007 and has just plummeted to just over eight dollars a share today Mm. that says the banking sector in the last 15 years has actually gone through a serious questioning around how trustworthy and reliable and safe they are Um, so it's really to going back to the first question with all this you know the the safety buffers in the banking system have collapsed
2: i have the impression mary that chris this week is not so much a wise guy but a smart guy
3: (laughs) i know he's throwing down stats and everything yeah and i want to really underscore his point about trust i feel like that is like such a big question mark for like banks across the country right now
2: across the world
3: of the world yeah
1: Chris, I think, um, and, and apologies, because I'm still trying to catch up on news after uh, traveling for the last two days nonstop. But I think you did uh, reference a couple of things in, in your articles on the Financer um, to do with uh, the, this whole deal that was brokered between UBS and, and Credit Suisse. Um, the government sort of changed the rules of the game after the game had started. And there's been wider impact that has really shaken people's trust in the banking system because of the ease at which they've completely disregarded certain categories of bonds, wiped out millions of, of uh, worth of another category of people, and and completely disregarded what everybody had trusted as the Swiss banking system. Um. You, you had made a few comments about this, hadn't you? And, and pulled up a few resources on that. And yeah. do you uh, know
2: by any chance if the Pope still trusts the Swiss?
1: I don't
2: know. Because <laughs> they have the Swiss guards.
0: Are they still trustworthy? Uh, depends if you're the Pope. Um, <laughs> but, the, I mean, the, the two big questions raised by what happened with Credit Suisse and UBS is, um, firstly, that the shareholders and investors had no vote and it was just a done deal by the government um between the two institutions which uh a lot of key stakeholders like blackrock uh have objected against and the second is the questions around what it means around additional tier one capital bonds which uh, are called 81s for short and these are bank debts that are meant to be um, secure and you know, Credit Suisse's uh, sort of meltdown pulls all of that into question.
3: All right, points. Points. Chris won this round again, eight. Andrew, I was giving you five, but you got that bonus point. So six. Chris is leading round one category.
2: Yeah. <laughs> question number three Which baby seems have White House be throwing away with the bathwater?
1: I don't know if he's a baby, but he's probably crying like one. They th- seem to be throwing Donald Trump out with the bath water, under the bus, whatever you want to call it. Has he been arrested yet?
2: No, but he can be a baby sometimes. <laughs> or,
3: <Pretty alive>. <laughs> or a lot. Or almost always.
0: <laughs> Wasn't it No The Elephant? who went Trump, Trump, Trump. Anyway. Um, are, are you sure this isn't Elon Musk again? I, I are... knew it! I knew it! I know I, I know I have to keep raising him, but He did reply to Joe Biden this week that the banks are melting on Twitter, and it was about um, the White House producing a document for economic reforms, which um, was you know everything to do with um, everything, including cryptocurrencies. And I'm guessing Elon mustn't appreciate the the documents uh, Mary did you see this document do you know what it's what I'm what I'm talking about
3: I do know what you're talking about so you're you're poking right at the truth so um it's the economic report that like really slammed um crypto right so Chris defend it if you want
0: <laughs> I, I I I think it's interesting that Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies prices have actually risen this week with the news of Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse and the other banks Melting, and so if the banks are melting, then crypto goes up. Um, it's really down to who, who and what can you trust, and um, if you can't trust the system, then you've got to trust to some other system.
1: Mm. But, but does, does crypto and and this would probably need a show all about self, Chris, because you know, people we'd love say, to, oh, Andrew, but you don't have any time, yeah. Trust <laughs> the crypto but actually we've seen runs on cryptocurrencies before, and those wiped out over a contagion. So, you know, that's the thing. You want to act like money, you want to be like money. Yeah, you're also going to suffer the same pitfalls as money. Just something to put out there. But yeah, it was, you were saying it was about this report.
0: Yeah, it also worries me in that, um, when you think about babies in the bathwater, the babies in, our ecosystem are the startup companies and the startup fintechs in particular and so we don't want to strangle our babies do we we want to give them the ability to grow and support them and And learn from mistakes yeah and I think the key thing there is you know particularly after Silicon Valley Bank's meltdown that's you know particularly because of Silicon Valley Bank who are a huge supporter of um, you know um, the Y Combinator and the startup community that We need to bring that enthusiasm back and, and not let it disappear. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) No points for anybody, just, just the blank like, stare for a little bit. Um, (laughs) no, Chris has six points this round, Andrew has five points this round.
2: Alrighty. Question number four. One article got my attention and it made me sing.
3: (laughs) Cause I'm a (laughs) cowboy.
2: On the steel I ride, I wandered, wandered, dead or alive, I'm a cowboy, I got a knife on my side, I wandered, wandered,
3: dead or alive. Somebody's been practicing.
2: (laughs) Not much, though. (laughs) What am I talking
0: about? (laughs) <laughs> or I'm going to take it because Rick, you know, don't try and do Bon Jovi He's he's way above you I think you should have actually been doing I know, but I do think it's better than my previous performances but I think you should have done I Living agree. on a Prayer Because most banks are living on a prayer right now And so maybe, you know, we're going to dive into the pit Of another global financial crisis um, But I actually don't think we are um, Me neither Having said that you know, every bank issue out there is different. Silicon Valley Bank was due to bad management over investments and interest rates. Uh, Signature Bank was being exposed heavily to cryptocurrencies. Credit Suisse was over mismanagement of their balance sheet. Um, so next time, I think we should be d- doing something like under pressure, which, um, funny enough, is... Pretty sure I can sing that very well. Under pressure. I can do that. Sure. I- Because that's that you may not know this, but that was Bill Gates number one song on Desert Island Discs when he appeared on the BBC show. And so Bill Gates under pressure, the banking system under pressure and Rick under pressure.
3: You know, I'm gonna always think of banks when I hear that song now, and I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> the seed has it's been planted. Learned a good song for all of us. <laughs> but let's let's stick to the
2: cowboy and especially dead or alive.
1: Well, well dead or alive is that is that relating to um, Trump's friend Putin? No, uh, haven't haven't they announced uh, an international police force thing for him as well? You know. They want to capture him. So Trump's being arrested. Putin's being, uh, they've got a, a warrant out for his arrest. The International Cop Force, something like that. I think
2: that's only alive, not dead or alive.
1: Ah,
0: okay. okay. I actually wore a T-shirt on uh, FinTech Uncut. I think it was about three weeks ago. So it had been number 14, which was Schrodinger's cat wanted dead or alive. This week I'm wearing the Chris Army, by the way. Um, but schrodinger's cat is the basics of quantum computing which is you put a cat in a box with um a radioactive material that might be unreleased and you don't know therefore whether the cat's dead or alive and um i did blog about it this week saying is the banking system schrodinger's cat it
2: really, really confused me. I read it three times and I still can't <laughs> figure out.
0: I mean, it's dead or it's alive, but it can't be both. Well, it, I it, don't get it. It can, it can be. It could be dead one minute. It could be alive the next. You just don't know. Right, but it can't be both. I, I mean, I, 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 in I, my I head. If, if you look at Andrew, I mean, like, he, he looks pretty dead. Right. But he's alive. Look, he's,
2: he's nodding. But he's not dead. He just pretends to be Okay. I could
1: be an avatar for all you know. I live in the metaverse. <laughs> I'm having I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: uncomfortable I'm, feelings right now.
1: <laughs> I'm going to upload my whole
0: um, personality to the metaverse. And therefore, when I do disappear, I'll still be here.
2: You're watching way too much Black Mirror there, my friend. But yeah, that was the article I was referring to. Very confusing.
3: All right. Well, Chris had like an abandoned chair, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but he still got the right answer.
1: So, Andrew. Five- well, wait, 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 wait. Andrew I'm would I'm like gonna, to add I'm something. Gonna, I'm going to apply for a bonus point. Did oh. you all know that Elon Musk has a cat named schrodinger and he had tweeted a meme about it a while ago? Ah,
2: oh. by the way, anyway, Andrew, I- I'm going to tell you a little mathematical secret. Uh, usually, Mary. Gives two points difference, so you should apply for minimum three bonus points.
3: Of <laughs> well, now I'm going to shake up my rhythm, but you know what, oh. I'm giving you that bonus point. So 5-5, five, five. Chris is still very much in the lead, but redemption.
1: <laughs> All righty. That that's
2: another song. Uh, we're going to go to the WTF round. And for the uh, people that watch or listen, listen to this show with children... Please close their ears because this is a great WTF round. First question. Another big loss in the blockchain industry. Likely more for its name than for the volumes it processed. Can you guess the name of this company? Probably the funniest
0: I ever heard. That was me because I think it's the Jesus chain. It's funnier. Well, the Jesus chain is good for all the Catholics out there using the blockchain to create a Jesus coin. And if you hadn't heard of it, there actually was a Jesus coin. I don't think it's still around. But when they published their white paper, the Jesus coin has been developed as the currency of God's son. And unlike morally bereft cryptocurrencies, Jesus coin has a unique advantage of providing global access to Jesus that's safer and faster than ever before, all day, every day. And they wrote all that in the white Bible. Exactly. Uh,
3: But... You get a bonus point for that one. Point
0: one. I have to say, I I didn't invest in it, but um, I, I did take note.
1: Don't worry, I'm sure you've still got time in the afterlife, Chris. Well, uh, uh,
0: when I upload my spirit into the metaverse, maybe I'll be trading with you in Jesus coins.
1: Only if it's in the Catholic metaverse, though. You can't update, upload yourself into. i want to look other coins
0: and others, but I'm not going to go there because I'll probably get blown up in flames now.
1: I, I, as you were talking about strange um, blockchain companies, you know, there was, um, there was a coin called the Omnicron cryptocurrency, and it existed before the COVID variant. And they actually blew up in terms of, um, of people's attention when the Omnicron COVID variant came out because people were Googling Omnicron and it was coming up with cryptocurrency. So that was a funny one
2: yeah but not that funny
3: uh not right but i'm giving you a bonus point too i like these little facts on the side so bonus point for each of you uh, still, wrong still wrong still wrong. Mary, perhaps
2: business. we can give them a tip
3: all right what tip do you want to give uh
2: that's my yeah tip. that one <laughs> it's a kinky company
1: um, I, I think that Chris is going to double down on this round because I happen to know that um, he's always talking about OnlyFans. So he has a number of side hustles, and uh, I'm sure that he's used Spanky Pay before. That is true, Andrew. But you're in Thailand right now. Spanky, Spanky, on the spank chain.
0: Ah! <laughs> ah! Now that's interesting because there is actually a spank chain which is a blockchain for the adult industry of porn um and they've launched a thing called spank pay i believe which is based on um
1: you, you've tried it uh,
0: out already haven't you chris well i try everything because you only get innovation and progress if there's pornography and crime and so you know and no probably, disagreement
1: I, from me there well, oh, porn
0: you. makes the whole world go round, so um I, I'm not going to go into details because Mary's here and I'm too much of a gentleman to explain. <laughs> what fuck, what they <laughs> All right.
3: Negative, your bonus point for that lie.
2: <laughs> After episode <laughs> 17, we do know that, Chris.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting in that, um, you know, as we see progress on blockchain, uh, Spank Chain and Spank Pay is an interesting variant, which uh, a bit like the Jesus coin. Um, I don't believe in either, to be honest.
3: Wow. Okay.
2: That
0: was yeah, awesome. and it didn't, succeed. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't stay very long
2: um, because apparently um, operating SpankPay in a hostile banking environment has always been challenging.
0: could uh, put yeah, it mildly. But, uh, how I thought, I was how do you also, think? Also that um, SpankPay um, you know, was upset about the fact that they were discriminated, discriminated against due to the nature of their business which, to be honest, the nature of their business is the nature of what everything's do with money and progress and innovation is all about. Yep.
3: But, like, how much time do you think they put into naming their company? <laughs> like,
0: I, I don't I'm... know. I mean, maybe, maybe they got it off, off Madonna, but there's a fascinating book, which I think is called The Erotic Engine, which does list all of the innovations in technology over the past 200 years. We're all driven by um sex basically you know like the camera the movie industry the video industry the internet it's all been driven by the um fact that people want to get access to dirty films
2: i like your passion for that chris but it doesn't answer mary's question she just asked how long did it take to invent the name and i would say i'm
0: just going a beer of three three. rick always
3: here for the right answer (laughs) All right, points. Chris, five. Andrew, two. Chris is very much in the lead, but you never know what could happen with this final question.
2: Well, it is very much the same direction, so I bet Chris is going to win this one. (laughs) Don't we all do it when going on a city trip? And probably Andrew can approve as he's on a trip himself. We prepare, we read the history of the place, and we look at the urban legends, etc. Now, apparently... The metaverse has matured to the level where they have exactly the same thing. What am I talking about?
1: I think that it's the fact that the metaverse in years to come is just going to be an urban legend, a myth. <laughs> because it's. we all know, we know Zuckerberg's pulled out all of his funding, his billion dollars a month funding into all of his research. So metaverse is going to go the same direction as second Life and all of those it's just going to be an urban myth in a couple of years people are going to go oh remember that meta thing what was it called i
0: think you heard my presentation at finovate andrew and that um that's exactly what i was saying which is you know zuckerberg's invested 24 billion dollars losses over the last two years in building their version of the metaverse and it's not taken off having said that one day something will and it's when's the right timing and when we mentioned second life I mean it's funny because meta and what zuckerberg's done was very similar to second life um it was quite sort of basic uh but the the lesson that I learned in second life which I shared at finovate is that um it, you will need banking in the metaverse but if you're going to be a bank in the, the metaverse you've got to be a bank in real life otherwise where's your protection where's the sort of regulation where's the oversight of your money um which is one of the big questions and i'm guessing in the metaverse if you want to know more check out metaverse bank and metaverse coin.com um you may find it leads to someone interesting called Chris skinner
3: interesting so- aside but we're definitely wrong andrew yes
1: So I was going to say, do you think that um, if you've got to be a bank uh, in real life to be a bank in the metaverse, uh, do you need to be a a property company in real life to be a property company in the metaverse? Maybe. No,
0: I I, I mean, the the main reason why you've got to be a a bank in real life came out of the Second Life experience, which was when people lost their money in Second Life, because the bank collapsed Ginkgo bank which is one of the biggest they said well how do we get our money back and the guys who operated the platform linden labs just said no idea um and after three months of demonstrations the answer was if you're going to be a bank in the virtual world you've got to be a bank in the real world so you got some comeback and that's why i've always said you can't have money without government which is something that Cryptocurrency people hate me saying. Um, But I never say who the government is. So it doesn't mean the government is the Federal Reserve or the Bank of England. But you have to have a governance over the financial system in whatever form it is. It could be the governance of the network of citizens of the world. I don't care. But there has to be something that's the comeback. And that idea of governance gets
2: us already a bit closer to the story that I'm referring to.
0: Oh, you 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 were referring to a story?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the the I, essence of this question. I
1: think I think it's a story. I think it's a story that you're probably a part of, Chris. Seeing that you like to um, explore, shall I say, the more shady areas on the fringes of the of life and things like that. And and, and that Andrew
2: has, is exploring right now.
1: Oh, <laughs> that would be. i mean here with my wife and and daughter. Don't forget. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: in fact, Rick told like me 70%. that
0: you, you're in tied up land.
1: I think that, um, that the story that, that Rick is referring to um, is the, the whole problem around this um, red light district in Decentraland that was set up when Decentraland was set up and how they were going to be using it to, in the metaverse to um, protect minors from uh, tripping over uh, adults' uh, age-appropriate or non-age-appropriate content and things like this. And and how, with the lack of governance and everything that you've just spoken about, absolutely sod all has happened, and the, the land value has disappeared. Land, I say land, using that in the loosest possible term. Um, and this whole concept of a red light district in that, uh, people have realized well it's the metaverse hang on a minute the the concepts aren't exactly the same so did you have some land there to um set out your um your only fan stall in the, in decentraland chris
0: no i mean i've tried decentraland i wasn't that impressed and although they've got thousands of pockets of land including um a huge area that was reserved for a red light district only two Pockets of the land in that area were actually um, acquired, and it, it kind of just shows again that you know the metaverse has got a long way, way to go before it becomes successful. Do you know whether they accepted Spankbader? Serious <laughs> th- question, Andrew. Well, I was I was trying to pay in Jesus coins for some reason they didn't appreciate. <laughs> that, that,
3: that would be an interesting move. <laughs> all right points um andrew let us to the right answer first seven chris for testing it, six chris is still by far the winner of this particular episode oh, nice
2: go. Go. congratulations chris congratulations. <laughs> thank you everyone for um listening and watching our show i cannot wait for more international fintech news coming soon it's a bit later than usual we have a few weeks of a break but um we'll be back sooner than you think if you like our show make sure you register on our website for the newsletter to be the first to know about new episodes. if you're a big fan and you like a thing like this make sure that you have a look at the merchandise on that same website Don't forget to subscribe on whatever channel you're on. This was the 17th episode of Finde Can Cut, and we hope to entertain you, your colleagues, your friends, your connections, and followers, your cats, your
0: rabbits, your dogs, very soon again. Bye-bye.